When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. All right. Welcome back, everybody. How you doing? Hello. Hope you had a good weekend. Taking things nice and slow and easy today. Uh, easing the... my way. In. That's Everybody right. Pop their baby aspirin just in case. Just to get the hypochondriacs <laughs> of the world are a little extra nervous today with the springing forward thing. Oh, so well. just going nice <laughs> and easy. Nice and easy. There you go. Yeah, well, and it was a it was a night you wanted to be up late, or at least I did anyway. I, I was wanted to see the Oscars all the way through, but naturally I didn't make it. Uh, so I missed the 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 uh, the big the Academy Award for Best Picture and Best Actor and Best Actress. So I heard about it when I woke up, but yeah, we got all the highlights. Yep, and uh, surprising Lady Gaga performance as well. We have audio highlights from that, and Ticketmaster is going to explain to us why they charge so much. Oh, great! <laughs> so we have a lot to get you caught up on. The first E News of the day is straight ahead. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. The one movie that pretty much owned the Oscars last yeah. night. Yeah. Yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once. When the most of the most most of the Oscars it was up for. Seven out of eleven. Well, that's won. pretty good including Best Picture. The only acting award it did not win was Best Actor, but they didn't have a nominee in that category, or they probably would have won that too. Yeah. So that one went to Brendan Fraser for The Whale. I still haven't seen it. You haven't? It's on our list. I I think Tuesday it's available for me to rent on my streaming platform. Mm. Yeah. Otherwise I would have had to pay for it. Spend like twenty whole dollars and buy it. You're so tight. I know. Yeah. That's where you decide to save money. I yeah. know. Isn't that funny? He's saving a twenty spot there. I'm very thrifty. So he can upgrade his steak next time he's at Ruby. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Brendan got that. Uh is it Key Hugh Kwan? Oh yeah. He played the husband of the main character, Michelle Yao's husband in the movie. So he won Best Supporting Actor. He was great. For everything, everywhere. He was everywhere. in the Goonies, too. Do you remember him in the Goonies, the movie The Goonies? I would have to go back. Yeah, I do. He was Data. Data. He was the guy that was Slick Shoes. Slick Shoes. And he always had all the gadgets. <laughs> That's a movie I saw, and I don't remember anything about it. Really? Isn't that funny? Oh, my gosh, I love I that know. movie. I know, and people reference it all the time, and I'm like, I don't, I don't recall. <laughs> But he was also in Encino Man with Brendan Fraser, which, That's you know, Encino fun. Man, I remember. Yeah. Right. So Michelle Yao did win Best Actress. Jamie Lee Curtis won Best Supporting Actress. She had kind of a cool speech. I won't play you the whole thing, but, uh, yeah, I just thought it was it was really sweet. I, I, I felt a little emotional there. At her. Stop. We just won an Oscar. We just won an Oscar. I just won an Oscar. We just won an Oscar <laughs> together. Yeah, that's not She's the cut so that cute. I wanted to play for you. But in her acceptance speech, she thanked everyone from the movie that, that was involved in the movie, uh, everyone that's ever been involved in her personal life, horror movie fans, 
her famous parents by saying her award was for all of them, which is why she kept saying we just won an Oscar yeah. because it wasn't just her. It was a collective. Which I thought was sweet. That is very sweet. Daniel Kwan, Daniel Shiner also won Best Directors and Best Original Screenplay. Jimmy Kimmel, of course, he did make several references to the slap, starting with his monologue. Oh, we know this is a special night for you. We uh, want you to have fun. We want you to feel safe. And most importantly, we want me to feel safe. So we have strict policies in place. If anyone in this theater commits an act of violence at any point during the show, you will be awarded the Oscar for Best Actor (laughs) and permitted to give a 19-minute long speech. No, but seriously, the Academy has a crisis team in place. If anything unpredictable or violent happens during the ceremony, just do what you did last year. Nothing. (laughs) Sit there and do absolutely nothing. Yeah. Maybe even give the assailant a hug, (laughs) he said. That's right. So at the end of the show, Jimmy went backstage, flipped over a number on a board to indicate that there has now been one consecutive Oscar ceremony without incident. Oh, there you go. Then he high-fived Cocaine Bear, who showed up earlier in the night to present an award with Elizabeth Banks. That was funny. He also joked about whether Robert Blake would be included in the memoriam segment. He He was was not. not. (laughs) You heard about that. John Travolta got a little choked up, though, introducing that segment probably, at least in part, included Olivia Newton-John. So I'm sure that, yeah. Mm. Other absentees, in addition to Blake, included Paul Sorvino, Anne Heche, and Gilbert Gottfried. Oh. They're all mentioned on the Oscar website, along with a few other snubs that you might have noticed. Hmm. So. You want to hear more from Jimmy's monologue? Sure. Yeah. Okay. You look great. Everybody looks so great. When I look around this room, I can't help but wonder, is Ozempic right for me? <laughs> <laughs> a great piece of Oscar trivia. 31 years ago in 1992, Brendan Fraser and Kiwi Kwan were in a movie together, Encino Man. Two actors from Encino Man are nominated for Oscars. <laughs> That's awesome. What an incredible night this must be for the two of you, and what a very difficult night for Pauly Shore. <laughs> <laughs> the maestro John Williams, who is now the oldest nominee in Oscar history. John turned 91 years old last month, and he's still scoring, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, and it was cute because everybody he referenced was, like, playing along, including Steven Spielberg, who's probably got, you know, the most juice of anyone in the room. He was right there participating, nodding and smiling. Well, the jokes weren't too biting. I mean, they were. Did you feel like any of it? Uh, There was one about Babylon that I thought was a little close to the bone. but I don't remember that one. Yeah, it was was just about how much money the movie lost at the box office. God. Yeah, and that was up for uh, best, what was that, best production design, I think. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it won. I hung in there until about, uh, I think I dozed off like right before Lady Gaga's performance, and Kristen was like, oh, you missed it. It was really good. Yeah, uh-huh. she was yeah. great. Uh, well, she what, wasn't even supposed to be there. It was a surprise that she even came to that perform. she showed up. Yeah, yeah, and she showed up all glammed up, and then when she goes on stage, she had stripped off her makeup, and I think she was just wearing like a, black t-shirt and jeans or something yeah she i wonder down. how they did that with seatings because you know they have a seating chart so who did they bud who did they throw out of seats so lady gaga could sit there you and know what they i save mean a few you know what i mean like they and then they just put fillers around. in if oh, necessary yeah. I, I think that's how it works, yeah but what yeah. about that woman and i don't know who she is but she had on that white gown white. that had the big like hoop in the back yeah she's got like yem or her name is just like and everyone that sat behind her could not see a bleeping thing. Right. Nothing. Yeah. Like, literally, there's everyone. It's like a meme now where she's circled and people are, like, put, peeking <laughs> her head. Like, there's, like, a little head on the corner and another little head on the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so here is Lady Gaga, a clip of Lady Gaga's song, Hold My Hand, from the top. Oh, I just realized we're wicked late for a break. Sorry about that. Uh, Play it when we come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll do that. Uh, It's worth the wait, Jeff. Right. Okay, that's coming up next. First, let's check the roads. We got Denise here now with your latest traffic. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. For best animated feature. Oh. And the Oscar goes to Guillermo del Toro's yeah. Pinocchio. For performance by an actor in a supporting role. Can you Performance by an actress in a supporting role. Jamie Lee Curtis! For achievement in directing. Everything, everywhere, all at once. For performance by an actor in a leading role. Brendan Fazer. For performance by an actress in a leading role. Michelle Yeoh. For best picture. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, that's uh, that's it in a nutshell. Just joining us, uh, talking about the 95th Annual Academy Awards held last night in Los Angeles and a uh, big winner, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, winning a total of seven out of the 11 nominations last night. They did okay. Yeah, and one powerful performance that uh, I kind of dozed off be- before it had, so I didn't, I didn't get to see this live, but Lady Gaga performed her song Hold My Hand from the Top Gun Maverick soundtrack and and here's here's part of her intro and the song we need a lot of love to walk through this life and we all need a hero sometimes there's heroes all around us you might find that you can be your own hero even if you feel broken inside She got a standing ovation. And they are on their feet. Yeah, I think what was so cool about it is, you know, she was pretty glammed up when she was sitting there in the audience. But for the performance, she took out all of her makeup, put on a T-shirt, a black T-shirt, inside out, ripped jeans. And that's how she performed the song. Well, the other go. thing that's making headlines with, as far as she's concerned is, is when she was walking the red carpet, mm-hmm. there was a photographer behind her that like, like tripped kind of, I don't know if it was like on her dress or on a cord or something. And she just immediately turns around and is like, goes to help him up. Like, yeah, didn't even like just, it was just no thought to her to turn around and be like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Which is of right. course the right thing to do, yeah. but there's so many celebrities yes. that wouldn't have done a darn thing. <laughs> like Hugh Grant. That's true. He wouldn't have been helping that oh, guy. Oh yeah, up. he was not very nice to uh, Ashley Graham on the red carpet, or beige carpet. Yeah, he, what, did, what, was it was it, what did he do? Uh, he was just being difficult, giving her one word answers and not cooperating. Uh, she's, uh, I'm, I'm going off the top of my head here. I don't have it in front of me. But she said, well, you know, you look very handsome tonight. Uh, what are you wearing? He goes, uh, a suit. And she's <laughs> like, oh, great. So who's uh, who's a designer? My tailor. Okay, well, uh, you're in Knives Out. Uh, that was great. You, you got to be really excited about that. He's like, I was in it for like three minutes. Yeah. Okay, but you had fun though, right? Okay, you know, something yeah. like that basically. And uh, she's like, all right. And she was unflappable the whole time. She could oh, not have good. been more lovely. She wasn't thrown at all. Uh-huh. And then she was like, okay, well, you have a good night now. <laughs> Move it along. And, and yeah. then he does an eye roll thing. And it's like, dude, you didn't have to do that interview. You don't even have to be here tonight. Yeah. You know, you agreed Don't walk to... the carpet if you're not going to play the game. Right. Well, and and like, he, he didn't even have to stop for the interview. Yes. Like, he waited for them to go for the cue. Uh-huh. They hand you a mic, which yeah. you can take or not. Or you could just be like, I can't right now and just keep going. Yeah. But he chose to do the stop and talk. So what are you taking it out on her for? Right. Yeah. Well, he, they came back from commercial. So it made me feel like he had been... Standing there, there for, for a multiple while. minutes, yeah. which maybe is why he was annoyed, Annoying. but still just keep moving. There's a million people she could have talked to. Yeah. yeah, but she was lovely and handled it like a pro. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. There was probably somebody more interesting standing in line behind him anyway, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And then, so then 
I'm like, all right, all right, all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to stay awake here. You know, I got a little nap. Let's let's try to stay awake. And then Keep me in the of your arms. she did great. Brianna did great. Yeah. With this song, will lulled me right back to sleep. <laughs> That's from Black Panther. I mean, it's a beautiful forever. song. You just are always waiting for it to do something. You're like, okay, it's going to kick in and something, you know, is going to happen in it. Right. It doesn't. Kind of doesn't. doesn't quite happen. No. Yeah. I love the big drums, though. They had those big Tiffany, timpani drums on stage, and this yeah. guy was, like, hitting them. That was, to me, a beautiful That's fun. part. Yeah. And she those are fun, Tiffany drums. of course. Yeah. Well, the Razzies were also this weekend. Oh, I missed that. You missed that. Worst yeah. picture, Blonde. Worst actor, Jared Leto in Morbius. was horrible. Blonde, Blonde. Which was about Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe movie. Oh, I started to watch it. It was bad. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 I wanted to watch it, but I, I heard re- the same thing. And I really like Anna de Armas, and I was, you know, kind of bummed out for her. You totally. were bummed yeah, about I, that. I like her a lot. Well, worst supporting actor went to Tom Hanks and Elvis, and the worst screen couple was Tom Hanks and his latex-laden face in Elvis. No. Why did he? I thought he did incredible on that. I was creeped out by him. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> he did yeah. his job. No I, that's kidding. what I mean, right? Yep. So that wasn't necessarily bad. Yep. I agree. And then, yeah, Machine Gun Kelly, also known as Colson Baker, and Maud's son won for uh, worst director in Good Morning. Oh. That's about it for interesting things with the Razzies. Okay. Well, in other e-news this morning, Ticketmaster and Live Nation have been getting absolutely roasted lately by everyone from the lowliest blogger to the federal government. Uh, but they may have come up with a solution. If they just tell us why they charge so freaking much for tickets... Maybe we'll understand, right? (laughs) So Ticketmaster is working on a plan to educate both politicians and the general public about their practices and fees so that we'll appreciate what goes into the cost of a ticket. A Live Nation executive says, quote, "Uh, We've got to now go out and do a much better job so policymakers and consumers understand how our business operates. We'll Thanks, be waiting. Ticketmaster. Yeah. Can't wait. Thanks Could you that. just lower the fee a little? <laughs> I know, right? So I got a list here. This is kind of fun with all of the Oscar talk. The top movie songs of all time. <gasps> Ooh, I oh. like this already. All right. So let's start at number 10. So are these songs that were written for the movie? That or were, these, yes. Okay. That were in the movie. Written for the movie. The Bee Gees, Staying Alive from Saturday Night Fever. Great song. That entire album. I know. That album was incredible. I have a feeling that might not be the only one on the list. Oh, gotcha. And the Bee Gees documentary is worth watching if you never saw it. Yes. Very good. They spent a lot of time on that. Yeah. Call Me, Blondie from American Gigolo. Great song. End of the Road, Boys to Men from Boomerang. Oh, yeah, for sure. I Will Always Love You, Whitney Houston. Oh, for the Bodyguard. bodyguard. Oh, that yeah. soundtrack, too, was incredible. Yep, agreed. Night Fever, the Bee Gees from Saturday Night Fever. Flash Dance, what a feeling. From Flash Dance is at number five. And we lost Irene, Irene Carr last year, didn't we? Yeah, mm-hmm. we did. Eye of the Tiger from Rocky Three. Oh, for sure. How Deep Is Your Love? The Bee Gees from Saturday Night Fever. I've never seen Saturday Night Fever. You've never seen Saturday Night Fever. No, I'm not. You gotta watch it. And I like old John Travolta movies. Oh my god, this is great. Like I love Cole. What is that? The one that he's in with Sissy. Um. Oh, for the Sissy Spacek, no. Coal Miner's daughter. daughter. No, he's not in that. But what's the uh, Rhinestone? There was a cowboy one. Is this Urban the cowboy? cowboy. Urban oh, cowboy. I love that movie where he's Bud and she's Sissy. Now, did you see Staying Alive, the sequel to Saturday? No. You've got to see John Travolta in all of his dancing glory. Yeah. I saw Grease. Oh, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> know. When, these, when these are better. Yeah, and when there's lulls in the movie, and you're like, okay, move it along. At least there's a good song that pops up. Yes. Yeah, I've great never music. seen any of those. <laughs> great music. I don't have to watch them. Number two is Brian Adams, Everything I Do, I Do It For You from Robin <gasps> yeah. Hood. Oh, God. That, that was, was when huge. that played in the movie. I, that huge. scene just immediately comes to mind, right? I'm playing I'm that on the radio was torture. It oh, sure was. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was glorious. <laughs> Awful. I loved it. 
And number one was Endless Love, Diana Ross and Lionel Richie. I think I was doing Middays when that song was on the radio, too. So you played it it all. You played it a lot. (laughs) You played it a lot. What movie is that from? Endless Love? The movie is Endless Love. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the original one. Yeah. All right. Anything else on the E! News front? I don't think so. Yeah, I think we're good. Have more for you after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a four-pack of tickets to the Cincinnati Museum Center at Union Terminal. But first, check the roads. We got Denise standing by, and she's got your Q102 traffic. <laughs> Stephanie. Hello, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Fake or For Real. How are you this morning? Good, how are you? Pretty good. Doing awesome. I have your headlines here. Two fake, one real. You pick the real one and you're going to the museum center. Awesome. All right, so is it a day. Someone smuggled weed into Jamaica to show friends that American weed is better. Is it B, 86-year-old grandma caught growing 24 pot plants in her bathroom? Or C, guy robs dispensary but only steals all the chocolates? <laughs> Um, I'm going to go with B. With C? B. B? Well, neither one of those are right anyway. It's A. <laughs> it's A for it's real? A. <laughs> wow, I thought you would have made that up. Nope, not today. I mean, uh, cannabis has strong ties to Jamaican culture, but it's not like a legal free-for-all down there. <laughs> and this person found that out the hard way. A 37-year-old American woman was busted a couple of weeks ago after trying to bring about 20 ounces of weed into Jamaica. That's not exactly a small amount. And when she was caught, she told the customs officer she wanted to show her Jamaican friends that uh, the, the the weed in the U.S. is better. Yeah. The woman was from New York, and she did have a license to have marijuana for medicinal purposes, but she did not have permission to have it in Jamaica. That is something you have to check before you travel to another country. That's not just marijuana. It's any medication you may be on. Last week, a court ordered her to pay a fine of $30,000 or do 30 days in jail for importing the drug. Wow. You pick. Yeah, it's unclear which she chose or if she has the option of appealing. 30, geez, wow. That's That's a lot lot of money. That was dumb. Yeah. All right, it's uh, 12 after 7. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102 coming up. Do you like shifting the clocks twice a year? Is it kind of fun? Is it something to look forward to? Yeah. And it is official. We are getting dumber. (laughs) (laughs) Everything you need to know about your March Madness vasectomy. That's coming up later. Also, we're getting dumber. That's an official statement, ladies yep. and gentlemen. And uh, we're going to talk about daylight saving, saving time, savings time. <laughs> Is there an S or no S? Daylight saving time, daylight savings time. I think everybody puts there's the no S. S, but we add the S. Because it's daylight saving time sounds dumb. Yeah, it does. It should belong. Yeah, but we're savings. getting dumber. So, so why what difference not? does it make? Yeah, everyone's a little groggy today, thanks to the time shift. And uh, we I tried to hang in there with the Academy Awards last night. It didn't quite. I was too tired. But one in five Americans still like the fact that we do this dance twice a year. Yeah. 21% of people in a new poll said. They think changing the clocks the way we're doing it is still the best option. I do like that extra hour of sleep. In the fall? One weekend, yeah. When but we it, fall yeah. back? Yeah, I do I enjoy that. I woke up yesterday at 8.20 and I was like, oh my gosh. Half the day is gone. Yeah, I felt like I slept <laughs> in. Oh, no I doubt. Like, yeah, and then I'm like, oh. I do like it when why. it gets darker earlier in the winter, but that would happen whether we changed the clocks or not. Right, yeah. and, and it's going to get lighter at night whether we change the clocks or not. Mm-hmm. Instead of it getting dark at 10, like it does now, it would be nine. Can we settle for nine, nine thirty? Now that's no. only for a few nights that it's that way. Yeah, but the kids do get confused because even last night when I was putting our daughter down, uh, she has blackout shades because her her room is in the sun all the time. She yeah. gets full sun twenty four seven. It feels like, and even last night I was like, "It's time for you to go to bed," but she said, "It's I can see the sun is up. Like it's still light outside." Yeah, it don't I'm make no sense. I'm not supposed to be sleeping when it's light outside. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna have fun this summer. And I told her that's the time change, babe. Sixty two percent of people want to stop shifting the clocks one way or another, and the other seventeen percent are undecided. 
of the people who want to stop doing it, half think we should switch to permanent daylight saving time. Uh, 31% want just permanent standard time. They do say that is the healthier option. Everyone else said they don't have an opinion. Just figure it out. Do you do you know if we're in daylight saving time or standard time right now? Evidently, a lot of <laughs> Americans don't. We're in savings time. Yes. We are, but most Americans don't know that. A poll was done last <laughs> week, and 56% thought we were in daylight saving time at that point. But you can't look outside and tell that, you know. There's more daylight. Yeah, but I don't think that that's right. the issue. I think it's that we don't, I don't, I don't, if you would have asked me, I would have said, I don't know. But I think it's one of those situations where I don't know which one is which. Now, what time are most kids going to the bus stop? If you're, if you, so my daughter's school, the <laughs> elementary school starts a little later, yeah. but the junior high and the high school kids are, are there now. So right. They're like 6.30. There yeah, are some kids that get picked up at 6.30 in the morning. That's crazy. And it's pitch black out there now looking out right. the window. Mm-hmm. And how much longer will it remain this dark? I wonder. It's 7.18 now. Um, 19% of Americans prefer waking up when it's dark out. Something that happens more because of daylight saving time. And 7% of Americans are waking up in the dark most of the year, no matter what. And they all work in radio. (laughs) That's how many said they wake up before 5 a.m. on weekdays. 68% wake up before 8 a.m. And only 13% roll out of bed after 9 o'clock. But that must be glorious. Yeah. What what, what, what would life be like? What what is that like? Yeah. What is it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) For some people, a bed is a party zone filled with pets, snacks, electronics, stuffed animals, a partner, and some not-so-tired kids. Which begs, which begs the question, how do they get any sleep? And I ask this question because March is National Sleep Awareness Month. If it wasn't already on your calendar. Every month is Sleep Awareness Month for me, and it's the, my awareness is I'm not getting enough. For some people... The best sleep comes when they're alone. In a new poll. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> Why is that not the case for most everyone? Everybody should be sleeping their best solo. Well, some people like the, to the sh- cuddle. They just like the cuddle. They like the presence of another person in the bed with them, whether they're making physical contact or not. of people who live with a partner say they either sleep in separate beds or would be open to trying it if it meant they could get better sleep. I'm amazed that she enjoys sleeping with me, to be quite honest with you. Why? Are you noisy? We We live in an old house. And the floors, they're hardwood floors upstairs, and they Creeps. are the creakiest hardwood floors I've ever heard in my life. So they're yeah. just loud. For real. So you're making all kinds of noise. I do. And yeah, but is she's she a okay hard with sleeper? that. She is. That's she's why. just, oh, I didn't even hear you this morning. <laughs> How? <laughs> now, is the bathroom really close to the bed? Yes. So... And when I turn on the light, it glows right into the bedroom. I'm yeah. amazed that doesn't wake that her doesn't up. That doesn't wake her up. And yeah. is it a loud shower? Everything is loud. Everything's pretty loud. I but think. you have a machine in there, right? Don't you have the sound machine? True, so that helps That's to us soften too. it a little bit. That's why I always like, especially when I would take on a new partner, you know, back in the day, I'm like, this is. I have to have this white noise sound on while I'm sleeping. Like, even when I go out of town with friends, I still will either take my ear earbuds and have the white noise in my ears, but I have to have that sound. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, sleeping with a partner can be disrupting. 35% of respondents say that they wake up when their partner rolls over and steals the covers uh, another 35% are bothered by just tossing and turning. Maybe you have one of those mattresses that you feel every movement, every vibration, if they have so much as roll over. Mm-hmm. Uh, other common disruptors include sleeping with the TV on. No, that's not happening. No, that's yeah. terrible. Right. Snoring, sleeping with the lights on, a partner not showering before bedtime, and children climbing into bed. The poll also found that people who slept in the same room as a family member growing up, like a sibling, had a much easier time sleeping with sleep disruptions as an adult. Yeah. I have at least, I have the dog and at least two cats. 
in bed with me. But lately, the two cats, it's always Biggin, you know, the, the main Coon that weighs 28 pounds. Of course. <laughs> yes, of he course. is always right there by my head. Yes, cleaning himself. Oh. And that sound, you know, is yeah, constant. Great. Well, now one of the little ones, Biggin at 28, and now we've got Bernice, who's probably four pounds, curls up with Biggin and just purrs and purrs oh. and kneads all over Biggin's belly. So that's what's laying right next to my oh. head. As that I would actually, that, that, the purring would put We'd me probably to sleep. I was going to say, does it keep you awake yeah. though, the purring? No, no the licking. for those cats. The licking keeps me awake more than. <laughs> yeah, that would be too. Right. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Does it make you feel like yeah. have to, And then <laughs> half the time, right. yeah, half Finish the time. grooming and go to God. sleep. And then Merle brings his bone up there and it's. <laughs> I'm like, you guys. That's funny. Come on. Mom is trying to sleep. <laughs> well, it's dinner time. <laughs> I've always been one of those people that has a no, a strict no kid in the bed policy. And it's mostly because when I was a kid, I would sneak into bed with my parents all the time. And even Scott was like, I can't wait till our daughter like has a bad dream and she wants to snuggle in here with us. And I'm like, you got to be careful because once they're in, they never leave. Jacob slept with me for years. That's right. He did sleep with with you forever. For years. He had some sort of traumatic experience when he was five and started sleeping with me and basically stayed in my bed. Eventually, I went and slept on the couch. Oh, once, yeah. Once we had Merle, because Merle would want to get up in the middle of the night, and I didn't want to wake Jacob, Jacob up. up. So, so I worked. ended up sleeping yeah. on the couch. He won. <laughs> he won. But yeah, that I went I was probably on. 12 before I stopped. I'm not kidding. Before I stopped sleeping yeah. with my parents. Well, for me, though, too, it I, I liked it because I kept an eye on him because I didn't want him to just get up in the middle of the night and go for a walk. Right. Oh, yeah. Because that could have sure. happened. And he had gotten to the point where he was tall enough that he could reach the latches that we had mm-hmm. put in, like, way up high on the front door so he couldn't get out. You know, he could reach him. And so it's like, I just want to know where he is and what, yeah, that you know, makes total what's sense going on. Sure. So I was okay with that. Okay. So that explains why you have to, you're a cuddler. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you, you slept in your parents' bed until yes. much later in childhood than most Twelve. Kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do like cuddling, but I also enjoy sleeping by myself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That doesn't feel weird or no. make you like. Make I think it that's a for development for you. I mean, yes. for a while it was like you had to have somebody, somebody there. there. Yeah, now that you're a mom, that's yes. changed, right? Well, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, in, even though like I will get into bed with her before I let her in my bed, so she has a full size bed in her room. Mm-hmm. So, like last night, I think she had a little too much iPad time before bed, oh. and she was kind of like crying and whimpering, and I could hear her. So I went in and laid with her for like an hour just to kind of like soothe her into REM. But uh, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, if she would have woken up and come into our bed, she would have been there all night, and I never would have slept. But if I can sneak in with her, I'm in. Hmm. All right. Well, what would you do if you saw your job? Uh, WKRQ-FM is looking for executive producer for our uh, 20-plus-year morning show. Mm-hmm. You saw that job posted online for $30,000 more than what you're making. Oh, man. <laughs> I would say apply for it. <laughs> that's exactly what this woman did. Because that would be the passive-aggressive way rather than mm-hmm. just going in and saying to the boss, what the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a 25-year-old woman in New York noticed that her company posted a job listing for the same job she does, a tech writer, and the advertised pay was a lot more than she was making. It was 32000 to $90,000 more. And to make things worse, she had been trying to get a salary bump for months without any luck. Oh, wow. Oh that is just... now. I'm sure that you know this company's got more than one tech writer, and they were probably not you know banking on her. They, they probably didn't even consider the fact she might see the ad, right? So she's like, "Screw it, I'm going to apply." <laughs> she applied for the new gig, and she, she tweeted about it too. It went viral. That's funny. 
The company responded by taking the listing down and then reposting it as a separate job. And then they claimed, oh, that was an internal posting and wasn't meant for anyone to apply externally. What? Yeah. Oh, it gets better. Then they start floating talk about possible layoffs at the company. Wow. So I, it's unclear what madness was going on behind the scenes, but the woman says she has not been contacted about her application for the new higher paying job. <laughs> and she actually expects to be fired for drawing attention to this fiasco. Sounds like she's going to be fine, though. She's using the unexpected attention to promote a book of poetry she put out last year and now the book is selling like crazy and people are sending her job offers and oh, listings that's cool. and, oh yeah she's actively She'll be pursuing fine, them then. but this has all happened within the past week so she's she's still working at the same company for now you know what's crazy is i, I can think of all of my friends and clo- my close circle of people who work at big big organizations yeah every one of them has told me a story like that yeah. Or like, all I wanted was ten grand more, so I got a new job, and they hired three people at seventy grand each to fill my role. So here's my question. Like, about oh my it. god! Like, just I hear that all the time. Those types of things. Like maybe HR doesn't talk to that person who's not. You know, it's just. Well, in the state of New York, I don't know if they have this here in Ohio, but in the state of New York, they have a salary transparency law, where Ooh. they have to put the pay in the job listing. Mm. And the the huge $60,000 a year range is probably intentionally vague as a way of getting around putting a specific number in. Sure. You know, they'd probably claim it's for different levels of experience. But again, the low end of the range was still $32,000 more than what wow. this woman was That's getting. That's just insane. Yeah. That's messed up. It is messed up. That's so sad, too. Like, that makes me really sad just for her. Yeah. Through no fault of her own. Right. Yeah, she's 25. Yeah. Hey, and anyone will tell you in HR, the best way to get a raise is to leave and come back. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fact. Yeah. Okay, it does seem like people are dumber than they used to be, and maybe it's because we really are getting dumber. <laughs> a new study found America's collective IQ may have dropped for the first time in almost a century. IQs usually go up. From generation to generation, something called the Flynn effect. In fact, in the last 90 years, our IQs have increased an average of about three points per decade. But a study at Northwestern and the University of Oregon found the trend may have stalled out in 2006 and maybe even reversed. The biggest change they saw was in kids. But they did find a slight dip in IQs across all age groups, even adults. That includes being worse at problem solving, math skills, and verbal reasoning. They haven't really pinpointed what's causing it, but they've suggested it might have a lot to do with our education system. Uh, We do have a troubled education system in this country, and it's causing us as a nation to fall behind. But it's not just happening here. Separate studies have found IQs might be dropping globally. Other theories for what's behind it include more pollution, changes in our diet, and our new obsession with phones and social media. Yeah, it's so true. Mm -hmm. Luckily, IQ isn't everything. I mean, how many really, really smart people do you know? Thank God. Right, exactly. (laughs) How many really, really smart people do you know that are an emotional child? You know, they say EQ and AQ, emotional quotient, which emotional intelligence is more important. But the most important one is adaptability quotient that if you want it is in terms of like success. Right. If you have a high level of adaptability, you're going to be more successful than the smartest person on the planet because you're able to shift and move and and do what you need to do to. To continue to be successful because you can adapt to change. I'm so just, that's good I'm news. just happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> All right. Coming up, 9 News consumer reporter John Matarese is going to check in with us. Uh, the new Girl Scouts Raspberry Rally cookies sold out, selling for as much as 100 bucks online. Uh, John's going to check in so you don't waste your money. Plus, Secret Sound worth $10,000. That's a lot of money. 
We're going to play at 740 with a brand new clue. But first, let's check in with Denise. She's got your latest Q102 traffic. Cloudy, cold, and a few rain and snow showers expected. We'll see a high around 37. We could see more of that nastiness later on the way home. Uh, right now, it's 33 here at Cincinnati's Q102. Nine News consumer reporter John Matarese is live in our studio on this dark Monday morning, so you don't waste your money. Hey, John. Good morning, Jeff and Jen, Fritch and Tim. And I heard you talking about uh, lower IQs these days. Uh, <laughs> I think one reason is too much sugar. Oh, I, that might that'll, that'll mess Today's you up, too. Kids. I had a lot of that as a kid. Eat too much. <laughs> Everything is sweet. Yeah. And I tell you... Though, uh, there's a shortage of one sugar. You've heard about this. Girl Scout cookies. Oh, um, You're right. Yes. Girl Scout cookies, that's one sugar that actually we all, we all love. They're great. They're wonderful. But they're actually in short supply this year, which is why you haven't been bombarded with them every time you go in and out of Kroger. Used to oh, be walking to Kroger that. and there'd be a table of Girl Scout cookies. Right. And there's one cookie in particular that you just cannot find. The Raspberry Rally. And that's of course, is the one that I want. That's the new one. Yeah. What it is is it's a take on the uh, chocolate Thin Mint, mm-hmm. you know, that everybody loves. It adds raspberry to it. And I don't know. I haven't had it because I can't find it. Anybody? <laughs> I've guys? had it. Did you we have it, it that one time we a year ago? We tested it. Yeah, I, I remember did. I liked it. But that was when they first announced that they were going to be having them on sale. And they sent us a box. And that was it. That was it. Yeah. yeah, and now you cannot find them. They're on eBay, and I was checking last night, and it's like from $30 up to $100. That's crazy. $100. For oh what, my. 15 cookies? How many cookies are even <laughs> in the box? More than 15, but still. Yeah, you might get sleeve. 20. Two yeah, sleeves, two of, sleeves 10. of cookies. <laughs> I mean, that's unbelievable. What did, well, Fritz, what did you think of them when you tried them? So I liked them. I thought they were good, but it wasn't. I mean, I like the other ones personally better. But Just I the mean, regular chocolate yeah. mints? Yeah, I, I mean, okay. I, I like. I'm a thin mint eater. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Tim is giving this look like yeah. Yeah, they're they're okay. Yeah. They're, they're they're all right. But the uh, raspberry rally is in such demand. They didn't make enough that uh, now people who have the boxes are making money selling them on eBay. That's crazy. I mean, that is just absolutely crazy. I don't know that I want to pay $100 for a box. I don't want no. it that bad. Yeah, I like supporting the Girl Scouts, yeah. you know, and sometimes it's like, oh, you know, $5 a box, that's fine because, you know, I'm supporting the Girl Scouts, you know, and, and I'm, I'm good with that. I end up buying more cookies than I really need. You know, we always mm-hmm. like, okay, you know, and then two more girls come by and you go, okay, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you, you buy all these. But they're not going to make any money off the hundred dollar box that i just gave this guy right those those no. girls and their moms are not making a profit you know they're just helping the scouts and these people who bought them are now turning turning a profit it's crazy now fritz you said you heard one reason that in general there's a a shortage yeah so here's the thing the little brownie bakers they were having a labor shortage and supply chain issues and so that is why that there aren't as many Girl Scout cookies just in general. Yeah. The people that make the cookies were having issues even making them. Did you have any supply issues? Like, Because so, this is your first year doing this. Could you have sold more if you had more? Well, so we I we sold out of everything we had. We had a cookie sale last Sunday, and we sold out within 45 minutes of everything that we had. And so they went back to get more cookies from our, like, cookie Supplier. person or whoever it is. Your, Your dealer. Your yeah, dealer, our yeah. broker. And <laughs> they said that they were having trouble. They only could give us, like, 10 boxes of cookies to sell at our next cookie sale. Oh, wow. Oh, they're Which rationing is not as, you. Yes, they are. They are rationing yeah. you. Yeah. But why. also, like, this is our first year, mm-hmm. um, so we didn't really know, like, what to order you're just every, learning the game yeah, at this point. Yeah, everything that you order over, you're responsible for selling. So if you don't sell 50 extra cases of cookies, then you're on, you know, you got to make that money. Yeah, yeah so, so. I just, just uh, keep in mind, a little bit of short supply. That's why they're not bombarding you every time you go to the store. As I always say, don't waste your money. All right, you working on anything special for tonight? Yeah, people trying to buy a house. It's not just high mortgage rates. It's competing with all cash offers yes. from these investors who want who want to turn the house into a rental. Well, we put up uh, uh, I work for Real Link. We put up a house on Friday for sale in Walnut Hills and we had over 50 showings in one day oh and my goodness. 10 offers before the end of the day. Wow. Yeah. Highest 70 grand over. Oh all, my goodness. Wow. All cash. Unbelievable. Yep. And then you get investors with all cash. Real tough to compete.
We'll talk about it. All right. Thank you, John. It's 740. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Anna is looking for a second date update this morning. She went on a date with Ryan, and we're going to try to help her out. Hi, Anna. Hey, guys. I really appreciate you taking my call. We're happy to talk with you. Give us the scoop. What happened? Okay. This has been driving me crazy, so I'm excited to get to the bottom of it. Um, I like this guy so much, and I have absolutely no idea what I did wrong. Well, maybe you didn't do anything wrong. Maybe you it's You could just him. be an idiot. We don't know. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm literally losing sleep over this. Like, I, I wake up every night, and I run everything through my head. I'm like, I have no idea what happened. That's All so right. frustrating, too. Yeah. When it starts messing with your sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So I met him on Hinge. He's a super nice guy. Uh, I could, you know, I could just kind of tell he's like a very kind soul, very caring, very sweet. He uh, opened doors for me. He let me order first and he paid. So, you know, he listens, he laughs. I just, you know, I felt really connected to him. And, you know, I have to believe that he was feeling that too, or he just wouldn't have acted like he did. You know, he was, um, affectionate and flirty. He asked me all kinds of questions about my life, you know, not just like superficial stuff, but like real questions, like how I felt about all kinds of things and then asked follow-up questions. And he, you know, he just seemed to be genuinely interested in me. Um, never put off by anything I said, not offended or shocked. And so I was open and honest with him, but still, like, he really did seem okay with everything we talked about. So, anyway, we um, we left the restaurant after, like, three hours of talking. He wow. walked Holy into America. the car. Yeah, yeah, we were there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, he walked me to my car and said that he really enjoyed getting to know me. And, you know, I was so comfortable with him that I just asked him, I was like, hey, are you going to call me? And he said, do you want me to? And I was like, absolutely. And he said, okay. And now it's been four days and I haven't heard anything. Um, I did. Yeah. I did text him a couple of times. Um, and he's not texting back, not responding at all. And I just like, I really need to know why. So a million years ago when I was single, I had a woman ask me, are you going to call me? And I intended to call her. But mm-hmm. I, I was kind of, I sort of had this, not strategy, but I just, I didn't want to seem like I was overeager. So it was I the was, game. I guess it was the game. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to call you. <laughs> not right away, because, you know, that would just be too Creepy. eager. So, mm. you know, I'm going to wait a little bit, but she wasn't having it. She was like, let's not mess around. She liked you. Why didn't you say, no, you you could call me? Oh, I should have said that. Yeah, that would have been a good part of the game. You want to talk to me? You got my number. Yeah, well, it might have had a different ending (laughs) if I did. Yeah. So he said, "If do you want me to? You said, yeah. He said, okay. And then you text, or he never does, and then you try to get a hold of him, and he doesn't respond. Exactly, yeah. Hmm. How heavy did this three-hour conversation get? Because you said you were very open. You thought he was receptive to everything you were saying you didn't feel judged at any point no i mean it was How deep pretty, did like, you go deep stuff like it was deep um and he never like i never felt like he was judging me at all he was very open and like receptive to everything um yeah it wasn't just like typical like superficial things we were talking about yeah three hours is a long is time a long to time. be yes. on a date yeah. i mean yeah. dang you but held his interest yeah. for three hours he could have bailed at any time yeah, yeah. especially right. if the conversation's right. going well it could go by in a snap True. you don't even know yeah but i think about my partner if we're on a three-hour date we're watching some sort of sporting event on the television while we're eating at the bar or something you know what i mean mm. like that's yeah. a long time Okay, we'll take a break. When we come back, we will call Ryan. And the idea here is to get his take on Anna, just see what he really thought of her, and if there's any chance of these two going out again as Second Date Update continues next with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Anna goes on a date with Ryan, a three-hour dinner date. Wow, that's a long time. I mean, we're impressed when it goes for more than an hour and a half, two hours, but this mm-hmm. was three hours. He seemed genuinely interested in her. Good listener, asking follow-up questions. She never felt misunderstood or judged at any point. And, you know, they, they talked about a lot. 
So he really, he she, obviously she held his interest for three hours. He wasn't in, in any hurry to go anywhere. He was enjoying himself and enjoying her. And she flat out asked him, God bless you, Anna. You said, are you going to call me? Let's get right to the point. Are you going to call me or am I just wasting my time here? He said, do you want me to? You said, absolutely. He said he would, but he didn't. And then when you tried to follow up with the text, no response, right? And that was what, four days ago? Yeah, four days ago. Did I leave anything out? No, we... no, you got it. That was it. Ready to call Ryan? Yeah, I would like to sleep at night. So, yes, I am ready. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's get some answers. This. Yeah. Hello? Hello. Is this Ryan? Yeah. Who is this? Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you? You guys are the ones who do the dating thing. Please tell me that's not what this is. <laughs> Why would that be a bad thing? Yeah. I mean, we're we're nice people. We're patient. We're kind. We're gentle. You know, we're not mean to people. We're not going to dog you. We just want to see what you're up to and why you haven't called Anna back. Yeah. <laughs> Anna. Oh, man. Oh, boy. I don't want to be a d- I just have some concerns, and I just don't think it would work with me and Anna. Well, there's a so, way to say yeah. that without being a d- you know. It's true. I know. But, like, you know, here's the thing. Like, I'm not judging her. Like, I swear, like, I am not judging her. Like, she's just, you want to know what the issue is? Like, honestly? Yes, we honestly want to know what the issue is. Okay, I'm not judging her, but she is just on a lot of medication. Okay. Medication for what? Well, like, she's on medication for everything, and she talks about it like she's almost bragging. And, like, there are medications that, like, you should be getting professional help with, like a therapist. And I asked her if she had someone that she sees, and she just said that she just takes the pills. And they do the trick. Well, that's pretty common these days. I know. But, like, that's weird for me because, like, I don't have issues with taking the medication. Like, I've taken them myself. I get that. But, like, I don't brag about it. I mean, okay, here's the crazy part for me. She named her dog after some of the pills. Like, she has a dog named Lexi and Addie, and they're named after Lexapro and Adderall. So, like, that's a lot for me. That's a little too much. Oh, my God. You are so judging me. Like, you are so judgmental. And I can't believe I opened up to you, and you're completely judging me like this. Or at okay. the very least, uh, it feels like you're second-guessing her treatment plan, which should be between her and her doctor. I guess so. But, like, I feel like she needs to wake up a little bit. I don't know. It's just... Like, also, you should be going to a therapist, or you, you should be, like, therapy opening therapy is? Up. It's, like, $200 a session. I don't, like, know, I, don't I, I see my doctor when I need to. I don't need to spend $1,000 a month on therapy. You know, therapists are more f***ed up than normal people like us. Like, <laughs> Actually, that's true. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. There are, I mean, not all of them, but there's, there's a few. I'm not going to fight her on that. Well, I'm just therapy has never helped me. I've been to five therapists. They have never helped me. Everything is a childhood issue to them, and it's not. So you have tried therapy. Yes. They all say that it stems back to your childhood. Was I traumatized as a child? I had a perfectly fine childhood. I have issues because this is a crazy world driven by the patriarchy. Oh. I don't need a therapist to tell me that. Well, I don't know. I'm an advocate of therapy just because I find it very self-indulgent. And yeah. kind you get of to selfish. sit there and it's, talk all about you. Exactly right. I mean, that <laughs> that to me is a form of self-care, self-love. I just now, don't I'll know why you. people don't like it, though. I love it, too. It's not for everybody, but yeah. I, I get it. And listen, if this works for you, we are in no position to judge you or second-guess yeah. you. I mean, I definitely feel judged by, by him, so... Well, like, that's why I haven't called her back. Like, I knew she would react like this, and I'm sorry. <laughs> you didn't want to have sorry, this conversation. Like, yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to have some conversation. It's like, I knew it wasn't my place, but also I couldn't see myself dating someone like this. No, I'm sorry to hear this. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, there's a lot of folks out there who struggle with stuff, and the 
pathway to mental health is different for everyone. And if, if you found something that works for you, whether it's therapy or medication or a combination of both, I just, you know, having someone judge the way you're managing it or diagnosing you or projecting their own experiences onto your situation just feels very unfair. Is it, though, is it about her being on the medication so much or is it more about her attitude toward the pills? Like, like they're not that big of like, a deal. Oh, I take this and I take this and I take this and I take this. and Well, and naming the dogs after it. I mean, that means that she's definitely got some sort of deeper connection or a really good sense of humor yeah which you kind of have to have because there's so much stigma surrounding mental health oh for sure but hey honestly i think we all should be more open about what we're taking so people don't feel stigma around it like there was such a stigma around being on antidepressants for the longest time and i'm happy you know to just be like yeah i take this and i take this and i need it and it makes me feel better and i can function yeah i took them for a very long time i get it I mean, people are very open about it on TikTok. So there's like a whole, you know, Lexapro thing. And it, I think it just helps people feel more comfortable. Are you taking a Zempic to lose long. weight? No, I'm not taking okay, a Zempic just checking. to lose weight. She yeah, probably can't that's get a it. thing. <laughs> that's a thing, right? That's, that's been trending for a couple weeks Has now. It with yeah. the celebrities because yeah. uh, Chelsea Handler started talking about how oh, they're just boy. passing it out like candy to celebrities. And then there's people mm. that actually need it for what it's originally prescribed for that can't get it. Yeah. Because yeah. there's all these rich people that are taking it to lose five pounds fast. Well, we wish you nothing but the best, Anna. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for your help. Yeah. And Ryan, we do appreciate the explanation as uncomfortable as this conversation might have been. It always is going to be a very weird one. Well, thank you for taking the call and best of luck to you as well. All right. If you need a little help with the second date update, just send us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Got a thousand bucks. If you can answer 10 questions in 30 seconds that begin with the 1K letter of the day. Hey, Kathy, how are you? I'm well. How are you all? We're doing pretty good. You have a good weekend? I had a great weekend. That's Party good. bus involved. Oh, oh, oh look at you. Tell us more. <laughs> Please. Um, it was a friend's birthday a couple weeks ago, so we all had busy schedules. Went out this weekend and had an absolute ball. Good all for right. you. Where'd you guys go? Um, we started out, went to Tokyo Kitty, then we went to, uh, down to Azul, then we ended... I don't remember the rest. Um, yeah. Well, then it was, was a, a good blur. Night. <laughs> That's funny. I bet you know how you got home, though. Party bus. <laughs> Party bus. That's great. That's awesome. Those things do come in handy. Heck yeah. yeah. And she did yes. that on a time change weekend, no less. Impressive. She, she lost an hour. Those were the worst Absolutely. at the clubs, you know, because the clubs usually open till three. And so here it would mm-hmm. hit two o'clock. You know, we're at the peak, right? right. It's really getting going. interesting. And then all of a yeah. sudden it's three o'clock and they kick you out. Oh, but boy. then when yeah. you fell back, that was always nice because you got an extra hour at the club. <laughs> you got an extra hour. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we're going to try to win you $1,000 here. I have an envelope. I'm going to open it up, see what letter you got. And you'll have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with that letter. There are a couple of keys to winning, Jen, right? There are. First, the rule is you can't repeat any of your answers. But the trick is to pass quickly. If you don't have an answer right at the tip of your tongue, boom, just keep it moving. Because we'll come back back around to it and you might have come up with something in the meantime. Oh, yeah, I play this in my car by myself all the time. That a girl. Okay. All right, so today you got the letter N. Ooh, that's a good one. As in Neanderthal. Yeah, that works. <laughs> Were you thinking All of right. Encino Man? Or the way works? I eat either. That works too. Sure. All right. We got 30 seconds on the clock, and I will not start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. That's right. So something with the letter N, name something you put in a backpack. A napkin. Something you shake. Pass. Something yellow. Non-ripe banana. A plant. Uh, pass. A flavor. Neapolitan. A snack. Uh, a vanilla wafer, but they're Nellas. Something you slice. Pass. Something round. Mm. A nano. 
Nectarine, nectarine. Nectarine. Yeah, you were, you were right with Nilla wafers. They're just yeah. called Nilla yes, wafers. Nilla. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I know what you mean. You were good. Yeah, and Neapolitan was brilliant. That was, that awesome. was well done. Answer. That's yes. pretty good. Yeah, N's a tough sure. letter, but uh, I thought yeah. you, you did good. Something yellow, you could have said neon. Mm. Like neon, neon yellow. Yes. Oh, oh, right, yes. right, right. Or a car, maybe yeah. an old, old car. Yep. There you What's go. something to shake? I don't know. Something Nipples. to shake. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would don't work. The, don't, some people do. Don't hate the player. That's hate the game. Hey, <laughs> might have happened right. on that party right. bus. Where's the win? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Well, listen, we do it every weekday around the same time. So keep keep right. keep working at it. All right, thank you. Fun talking to you, Karen. Have a good one. Have a good week. You too, bye-bye. All right, Kathy. It's uh, 8.26, Jeff and Jen. That's all right. Cincinnati's Q102. She gets a cold, cloudy, few rain and snow showers today. And then more of that same nasty stuff on the way home. It's not going to cause any accumulation, but you could see some reduced visibility. Kind of the same deal heading home as you probably dealt with on your way in this morning. Right now, it's 35 at Q102. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.